the Nefesh Achayim we're holding in Peritalad, Perak, Chafes, we're learning about what a person does is that for not learning Torah. And we learned about last time, I caused Hashem to cry. We learned about the difference between crying and tears. And now the Nefesh Achayim tells us another point. And he says, the person has never seen the light of Torah in his life. And he never learned Torah. He doesn't merit at all that the Kedush Shalyana should rest on him. And he doesn't merit having a Nefesh, which is Torah. And then he brings his hair. When he's talking about the Mitzvah, the Pekul HaMesha, the fifth Mitzvah, is when the Apostle talks about Krishna, so there are three Mitzvahs, and one of them, Baha'i Kra'is Petlaspi Kudin, Chad, one of the Mitzvahs is Lemini Baraisa to put effort into learning Torah. But Chad Baranash Lanis Asik Baraisa, because when a person doesn't learn Torah, Lesli Nafsha Kadisha. He doesn't have a Nafsha which is Kadish, because the Kadisha of the Laeda is Shayyadai. The Kadisha of Shemaim doesn't rest on him. That's a really tremendous Kadish. We have to explain, and that is that the Kadusha doesn't rest on a person who doesn't learn Torah. This is more than that. He's left at the mercy of the Koychus Hadin. The forces of punishment from the Sitra Achra is a sudden. They can overcome him. And was able to enter and doesn't enter. Hakadosh Baruch Hu made of Yisurim mechayorim, like disfiguring Yisurim. They make him, they change him for the bad. Quiet from what's called good. My pain, my injury is nechar, something which is disfiguring. So by not learning Torah, a person gets Yisurim. He loses much of the good he could have gotten, not just from him, but from himself in the whole world. Because by doing that, he has determined himself in the world for punishment. Don't prevent the Torah coming to the world, and the way to do it is by learning Torah. But learning Torah doesn't allow, doesn't stop the Torah coming to the world. It doesn't, it's not like beer, it doesn't lift it up off the world. When a person doesn't learn Torah, so then the Ra can come to the world. The first paragraph of Abbasra punishment only comes to the world because of the Amayarit. I feel a bit And therefore, if someone gets punished, so the person who doesn't enter is responsible, even if it's in a different part of the world, even if it's in a different country. that we shouldn't be unwittingly responsible for other people's punishments. So he's given a number of, so to speak, punishments which come from Bittal Torah, and they need to be explained. Why are they the Midah Kinegid Midah? We can always say that any punishment fit any crime, but when Chazal don't do that. When Chazal determine a certain punishment is what's deserved for a certain avera, then there's obviously a very definite correlation between the two. And therefore we need to explain all the punishments that we learned about, why they 
specifically the punishments which are deserved for a person who is over a battle time. So let's start from the first one first. He brought the Zayar, and he brought from the Zayar that if a person doesn't learn Torah, so then, and he's never learned Torah, so then the Kedusha of the Layla is no Sharia Layla. The Kedusha, the heavenly Kedusha doesn't rest on him. What's it referring to? So we know, we've seen many times in Nefesh Achaim, that we talk about a person having a different levels of Ruchnius, spirituality, broken up into what we call Nefesh, Ruch, and Nesham. Three different stages. And when we talk about the stage which is inside the person already, is his Nefesh, which refers to the life force which runs his body, the Ruch, which is his identity and his personality, and then above that we have the Nesham. The Nisham is his connection to the world of miracles, the world of spirituality, as we know. We got a Nisham from when we accepted the Torah. We got the Nisham. And the reason for that is, is because the Nisham, which is unique to Kali Yisrael, uh, so to speak, is the means, is the channel through which we can connect to Hashem. And if we got the Nisham at the same time that we were given the Torah, what we meant to understand by that is that the connection point between us and Hashem is through the Torah, is through our Neshama. They come together. And if a person has an individual basis, of course there's a potential as a member of Kal Yisrael to, to connect to Hashem, he was born with a Neshama. But if a person never learned Torah, so he never activated that Neshama. What does that mean? So like we learned previously in Nefeshachayim, that the difference between the level of the Neshama and the level of the Nefesh and the Ruach is that the first two levels of the Nefesh and the Ruach only are automatically, so to speak, active inside a person. Whereas the level, level of the Neshama only enters a person if they deserve it. It's above the person and it's only if a person, so to speak, grows, elevates himself, that he's to the level of his Neshama. And therefore there could be Jews who had a Neshama, but they never connected to it. They never made, they never took that extra, so to speak, step up to create the connection, to create the the place within themselves that the neshama could be chal. And what we're learning from here is that the way to do that is through Torah. Not necessarily through mason, but necessarily through deeds. The means we have of connecting to the neshama is through the Torah which we learn. And that's how we said the two came together and we thank Hashem for them both together. Baruch HaVekein Shabbana Lechvaydai he gave us the Torah and he gave us the Chaya Ayla, which is a reference to the Neshama. The two come together. Now, it's true that when we do mitzvahs, so we have a Lashon and the Brach of a, mishnah, of a Mitzvah as well. And she's But the meaning of the Kedoshana B'Mitzvah doesn't just say Hashem Tzivana, he, he instructed us. He was Kiddushon. He sanctified us and instructed us. And the point of that Nukuda, the, the sanctification, which it's referring to, is that the Torah, which is the source of the mitzvah, so to speak, provides the Kiddushah for, for the mitzvah we do. Because the mitzvah is based on the Torah. It was just an action which we thank Hashem for commanding us. Acknowledging the instruction of the extra phrase of Kedoshana B'mitzvah is what sanctifies the mitzvah is because the Torah tells us to do the mitzvah. Now, that's not the same thing as learning Torah, because learning Torah.
the first Kedushah. And we receive both of these things, is that the source of Kedushah, the source of connection to something which is uh, from a world elevated above our own, is the Torah. And the reason is because Rakhavis Baruch wanted to connect, so to speak, that world to ours. The way he connected us to the world of Kedushah is he gave us the Torah. And therefore that becomes our channel. He gave us the division and the Shama, and he gave us the Torah. And the Ramchal writes that the two are two parts of one whole. They're the means which we can use to connect ourselves, even though we're physical beings, to a spiritual world. And if a person has never learned Torah, so then the Chiddush, which we learn from here, is that he's never connected to his Neshama either. So that's the first meaningful punishment. But the first uh, result of the fact that we don't, uh, a person has learned Torah is that he doesn't connect to his Neshama. That's a tremendous tragedy because we know that a person's is neshama, and we know that the person's uh, connection to Hashem, which is the, which is the reward, is his neshama. And if a person never connected that neshama, so then they're missing the means of connection which the whole olam is built on. That's the the first thing which Nevi'chaim brings from the Zayin. The second thing is he brings the Gemara in brachos, and the Gemara says. That if a person doesn't attend, he gets Yisurim. And not just Yisurim, but disfiguring Yisurim. Yisurims which are ugly Yisurim. Why is that a punishment? Because we could ask normally, a punishment comes when a person does wrong. For a mitzvah, as I say, for a commandment of what we need to do, so we can expect reward. And maybe if we don't do it, we won't get reward. But why do we get punished for a non fulfillment of the mitzvah, as I say? And that's what the Gemara is saying. If a person doesn't learn Torah, so then they get usurped. They're getting punished for not fulfilling the commandment. How do you understand that? So let's go to the next thing he says in the same paragraph, the next quote, because really the two explain each other. And he brings that the story of Rabbi Ranasa. Rabbi Ranasa said that punishment comes to the world because of the Amayarats, because of those unlearned people who don't put the efforts of time into the Torah, they're the responsible for the punishment in the world. What was the context where Rabbi Ranasi said that? The Gemara tells us a story. And the Gemara tells us that the, the Roman governor of Tiberia levied a, a huge tax against the Jewish population of the city. So the people, the working people of Tiberia, they came to Rabbi and they said, we have this tremendous tax to pay. Let's split it between all the inhabitants of Tveria. Everyone will pay their share. And Rabbi Ranasi said, no. There are, there are many, how many in Tveria? People um, learning in Rabbi's yeshiva. And Rabbi Ranasi said, how many aren't paying a share of the tax. Which meant that the entire tax had to be split just between the, other, the rest of the population of Tveria. So the people come to and they say, we don't want to pay so much. And if you're not going to split the tax between everybody equally, we're going to need Tveria. And then by definition, whoever's left behind will have to carry the burden, so to speak, because they're now the only members of the Jewish population of Tveria. And Rebbe says, Arikum, if you don't want to pay the tax, then right. And that's what they did. Half the population of Tveria ran away. And the result was that the, the governor of Tveria halved the tax. Obviously, he heard about the fact that a lot of the Jews had left town, so he halved the tax. So now the remaining people in Tveria come back to Rebbe, and they say, 
they're split the text between all the remaining people who have slowed down. And Rebbe Hanasi stayed firm to what he said before, and he said, no, you don't have to pay the tax. So they said to him, well, then we're also going to leave town, and you'll be the only ones left in town, so the whole burden will fall on you. And Rebbe Hanasi said, I'm not afraid of that, you can leave, which they did, they ran away. And the result was that the motion right here is the governor cancelled the tax on people. And Rebbe saw it in that situation a vindication of his principle. He said, you see, I was correct in what I said, that all the punishment which comes to the world only comes to the world because of the Amir Haaretz. And that's why when they were here, the, the Jewish population had been fined. When they all left, the fine had been lifted, even though there was Tamil Chacham, the people learning Torah were still in Torah. Now, what's the reason for that? Why should all the punishment in the world come because of the people that are the Amir No, we can talk about the Rishon. We're talking about the people who are doing bad things as being the source of all the punishment. But why are we blaming a person who doesn't learn for being the source of the punishment? Some of you asked before. Why is not learning not just met with a lack of reward? Why is it also given a, a, a act of punishment? And the answer is, and that's what you brought from the middle quote, and that is because a person who doesn't learn, it says he's machriya, he so to speak, weighs the scale on the whole world for punishment and not for reward. Why? Because there's a balance in the world. And we know that Klai Yisrael are judged as a unit, every place is judged as a whole, just like every person is judged based on the sum total of his actions. And if that's the case, when people are being judged and their status is being determined, so HaKadosh Baruch looks at the whole picture which means he looks at their rewards, or what they did which deserves reward, and he looks at what they did which deserves punishment. And then the question is, what's the, where, what's the result? What's the final status of the person, the individual, of the place, of the world? And it's true that on the one hand, there are Rishayim. And Rishayim who generating punishment for the Jewish people. And of course they're responsible for what they do wrong and the effects of their virus and the effect that it, it has on Klai Yisrael. But at the same time, they're tzaddikim in Klai Yisrael. The people doing mitzvahs. And if that's the case, so even though the Rishayim on their personal agenda might be mostly uh, considered Rishayim because of what they've done wrong, but the whole of Klai Yisrael should be tzaddikim. Why? Because the collective merits of Klai Yisrael should outweigh the collective awareness of Klai Yisrael. And therefore the net result should be that we look at Klai Yisrael collectively as Siddiquim. And what do we need for that to happen? This is the important point. What we need for that to happen is for Klai Yisrael to learn Torah. Because as we know, the greatness of Talmud Torah that it surpasses every other mitzvah. So that's the case in the sum total. Even if there would be cases of Rishonim Klai Yisrael, but the people learning Torah have provided and generated enough merit to outweigh that. And therefore, if every eligible person in Torah was able to learn Torah, did learn Torah, Klai Yisrael would definitely be judged as Tzadikim. And if that would be the case, then there wouldn't be Paranus for the Jewish people. Our collective, uh, the collective sentence would be that we consider Tzadikim. And if there is Paranus Pa'olam, if there is suffering in the world, so it must be because Klai Yisrael didn't use their full ability to learn Torah. 
Because it can never be that Kaisha will be unable, so to speak, to be Tadikim. There always are enough people who, had they been learning Torah, would have been able to be Machriyah Kaisha as Tadikim. And if it's not the case, then we point to Bethel Torah as the culprit. Had those people were able to learn learned, Kaisha would be in a far different place. And therefore, yes, it's true. For the, the people learning Torah, when they notice tragedy, and when they notice things going wrong, and they notice punishments coming down to the world, for a person to point the accusing finger at themselves and say, I know that it's because of me we're being punished. Not because I think I've done so much wrong. Not because I think that I'm the reason for the punishment. But I could have been the solution. Had we learned Torah better, had there been that many more schusim, so then there wouldn't have been a need for punishment. Because Kaius was collective, because they would have been in a different place. It's well known, Pono Chirav, he always used to uh, begin each news line in the Pono Chirav. And he used to, a number of times, made the comment that he said, it's a certain relief when the Zman begins. He says, because in Ben Zmanim, when there's so much less Torah being learned, so there's so much more of a risk to the Jewish people. But now that a new Zman began, and now that everybody has returned to the benches of the Beis Midrash, and the learning has, so to speak, taken off once again, so now we have a factory generating schusim, day and night, which are protecting Klaishra. And when people are learning Torah, so then that, that, that also, wherever they happen to be, are part of that factory which is generating schusim for Klaishra. And if people are able to learn Torah and don't, so then it doesn't take place. And then if the, the collective, so to speak, merit of the Jewish people goes down, then they can get punished. And I think this is also the simple shot before the run, which everyone knows so well. I think it's the simple shot in the Gemara. And the Gemara asks, What caused Israel to get destroyed in the time of the first Korban? Because... Of course there were Averis, but there were Tzadikim too. And the Gemara's answer by Yemir Hashem, Al-Azum is Terasi. And Hashem says, what caused Fashra to get destroyed was the fact that they abandoned the Torah. And the question is, there's so much worse going on. There's Avedazara. There's immorality. There's bloodshed. Why does the Navi point to the Bittal Torah as a problem? And the answer is, because it's true there were all those Averis. But had the rest of the Jewish people, not the idolaters and the murderers, but had the rest of Klai Yisrael been learning Torah, so then the collective place that Klai Yisrael were holding would have been far above that. And they wouldn't have been deserving of punishment. And it's only because the, besides for the problem of the Averis which were being committed, there was also a problem of little Torah. So then Klai Yisrael never developed, so to speak, the schosim which they needed to prevent the tragedy taking place. And the fascinating point is, they were held to blame. The Azumis Terasi, the people who could have prevented the tragedy by learning Torah and didn't, so they, 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 they are called responsible. And that's why I brought from the Gemara that is Machre himself and the whole world of Kavchai are not learning Torah, then he and, and, but together with him, the whole world, so to speak, carry the responsibility for that to happen. Now, what's that meant to me? This can't be obviously the responsibility of one individual. Even if you have a, a dar with a vulnagon, 
People who are in the whole time. They could still be Puranis of the Dar. Because as much as a person can do, they're adding to the collective pool of merits or demerits of Kayasra. They're adding a certain amount to the scale. And to think that one person could outweigh a nation is impossible. But if there would have been enough people learning Torah, so then the combined merit of all those who are learning Torah, that could have had the effect. That could have changed the outcome. And therefore, when Hashem says what caused Kaisal to be, so to speak, devastated, what caused the Khurban, what caused the Golas, you can point to Vital Torah as a factor. And that goes back to the first Gemara that the Shachayim wrote. And if a person doesn't learn Torah, so you get Yusurim Mechayarim. You get disfiguring Yusurim. And you ask, why is that the punishment? We're talking about not fulfilling a mitzvah saseh. Why, why is such Yusurim what the person deserves? And the answer is, it's Melech Neged Veda. Because being as because of him, Yusurim came down to the world, so he deserves Yusurim as well. And why because of the Yusurim came down to the world? Because he could have prevented that. Had he learned more, and there would have been more sources to prevent this from coming, so then the sin wouldn't have come. That's the Gemara. The Gemara says that's the basis of the Mundah. Hashem saves the entire city because of the source of the people learning. And that means if there aren't people learning, so then the whole place is missing its source. And there was also, we talk about going to a war, the Jewish army. The Jewish army needed soldiers. But the Jewish army needs something else as well. When the Pasuk describes Moshe sending the Jewish army to fight Midian, it's famous, the Pasuk says, Elef Lamata, Elef Lamata. He sent them a thousand for each tribe, a thousand for each tribe. And as not being poetic, because I understand, it means Moshe made two forces of a thousand people in each, from each tribe, and that's who he sent to battle. Why do you need two times a thousand in each tribe? The answer was Elef Lamuchama. And then it's filler. A thousand were going to go and fight, a thousand were going to stay behind in Daven. And it had to be balanced. It had to be balanced. It had to be as much schusim as there were people going to fight. And that way the schusim of the people who were learning, the people who were davening, would be added to help the, 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 those people who had gone to the battle. So that's the side of material learning uh, protects Kla Israel. And when the lack of Torah learning really affects Klai Yisrael, it jeopardizes us. There's a positive mission which says, Gam ish atzel So a lazy person is the partner of the, the, the destructive person. Why? Because together they bring about a destruction. The destructive person is bringing the destructive actually, actively, by what he's doing wrong, what he's causing wrong. The lazy person is causing it to happen passively. Because by not stopping the destruction, which will be by doing more mitzvahs, by learning Torah, he's really allowing it to take place. That's, uh, that's the three points that the Nefshaim brings over here. The result of not learning. That gets you sorry. That it prevents Torah from coming to the world. And that, like we saw afterwards, that the, the Puranas, the punishment that comes to the world, is only when there's no people in the That's the point we wanted to talk about today. 
Let's just go back to something we spoke about last time to clarify more. We saw the Gemara which says that when people aren't learning Torah, I call this Baruch cries. And we spoke about the idea of crying as the idea of the voice, which in place of, which symbolizes we call Bechir, crying which comes from confusion. Because like we understood last time, normally a person's voice expresses what he wants to say. Why is a person's voice different to an animal's voice? Why by a person do we call it speech and by animals just animal sounds? The answer is animals express feelings. Fear, excitement, pain. People can express those sounds, sounds as well. That's not speech. The point of speech isn't to express a feeling. The point of speech is to express an idea, an understanding, a das. And animals can't express das. A person can and that's why normally a person uses speech as a way of expressing what he thinks, what he feels. I mean, feels in the term of what he is, his personality, what he connects to, what he wants. And what happens when a person cries? They said, is confusion. And the person doesn't know. He doesn't know what to say, he doesn't know what he's meant to do. And therefore, the sound of crying, which makes a noise, but it's inarticulate. It doesn't express words. It's really the person expressing, I don't know what to say. I don't have the words to say. And that's why crying comes with that with that, with that sound, with that reaction of a lack of words, because that signifies a lack of dust. Like I said, crying comes from a place of confusion when there isn't dust, and that's expressed by the sound of crying, which is a sound without words. But we saw the second point as well, and that's the tears. I mean, I understood the idea of the tear is the what was could have been transmitted through the eyes and went to waste, a drift to nowhere, rather than being a kayak of positivity which could be transmitted through the eyes. And that's why it becomes a symbol of withheld, uh, so to speak, giving. Is a sign of the tear which comes from the eye. And here we see the same idea. HaKadosh Baruch wants to bring bracha. And in order to do that, there has to be the channel of the Torah, which connects us to deserving that bracha. And when Hashem sees that that's not in place, and that we're not connected, and we're not worthy of bracha, so then there's a crying we spoke about before. There's a tear which forms, which the, 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 so to speak, the bracha Hashem wanted to give, which there was nowhere to give to. So it was never given. That's the first two points we spoke about in Nefesh The first one from last time was the idea of why the reaction to crying is Bechia. It causes that lack of clarity in the world. It causes Hashem to, to be unable to give us what He wanted to. Or we learned the second time, and that is why Bittul Torah is really damaging in the sense that it doesn't allow the scale of our merits to increase, to outweigh the scale of our merits, and therefore all the punishments which become because of that are partially the, the responsibility of the person who did the avera, but so too they're also the responsibility of the person who didn't do the mitzvah, who didn't learn Torah, because it's because of his lack of doing that we got punished. There's a famous marshal for this. I don't remember which of the Magdalene brought it down, but it's a well-known marshal. It's a town in Europe, and the towns in Europe always faced a very real threat of a fire hazard. Everything was made of wood, 
and if a fire began, the whole town could burn down. So they always had a fire chief. He didn't have a fancy fire engine and hoses, but it was his job to alert the city if there was a fire and then to direct everyone to run down to the river with their pails and raise and bring up water to drop it out the fire. In one city, a fire broke out and the fire chief was too lazy to do anything. He just watched from a distance as the whole city burnt down. And then afterwards, when the people of the city were looking for who to blame, who to punish, who gets responsibility, they pointed to him. This is your job. Why didn't you do your job? And he's going to say to them, well, it's not my fault. I didn't light the fire. The answer is it's true. If we ever catch the pyromaniac, we let the fire, we'll punish him too. But your job was to prevent the fire spreading. Your job was to counteract the fire, to combat it, and you didn't do that. So you didn't do your job, and therefore the damage which ensued is partially your problem too. It's the same thing over here. A Russia, he'll be responsible. Hashem will punish him for what he did wrong. But the tzaddik who could have, so to speak, doused the anger, the tzaddik who could have counteracted what the Russia did, and he didn't do that, so then he shares that responsibility. And therefore the person who can and terror and doesn't, is also responsible for the Quranist which comes. Because by not learning, he didn't utilize the opportunity he had to prevent that materializing.